At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Green Zone. Oh he is the fattest man in the NFL. This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. Week number five. It is the Green Zone presented by Bet MGM. I am Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, very quickly before we introduce you to the cast of thousands, that's going to help us navigate the next seven hours here of NFL action. You've seen some line moves come in right before kickoff. What do you say? We have, and we've seen them under the key number of three. Philadelphia was getting four, three and a half most of the week. McCaffrey ruled the doubtful. That's part and parcel, I think, the reason why you're seeing some two and a half now. Carolina laying at home to Philadelphia. Also, Green Bay, Cincinnati. This looks like the ultimate pros versus Joes early on because you have Green Bay was three all week. Now they are as low as two in the market, two and a half at BetMGM. So, uh, you know, kind of a kind of a weird looking game there. And also New England and Houston. That had moved yesterday, though, down to eight. This was eight and a half, nine throughout the week. New England looks like they're going to be down four starters on the offensive oh. line. So look, we've seen that with these, you know, these big favorites. We saw it with Baltimore at Detroit a couple weeks ago, but that was on the defensive line for Baltimore, and that ended up being a close game. You know, I don't care who you are. You don't want to be down four starters on the offensive line. No, you line. do not. And again, one uh, final two report, of course, over there in England, the Falcons took care of the Jets 27-20. So the Falcons cash in the over. 
Thank you. Cash it does get there. That was one of those situations. Woo. Jets down 10. Zach Wilson took a sack because they were at first and 10 from the 14. Took a sack. Field goal. Had to kick the field goal. It's like you might as well kick it. So they got three points. So it got the overbackers there. All right. Let's meet everybody that's going to help us navigate the one o'clock hour here in the East Coast of NFL games today. We've got Ian McMillan. He's going to be watching the Saints and the Washington football team. Will Hill's got the Titans and the Jags today. Nate Jacobson, the Packers and the Bengals. Peter Dewey's got the Patriots and the Texans. Chad Andrus has got the Broncos and the Steelers. Mike Wobbeshaw has got the Lions and the Vikings. Ian Williams has got the Dolphins and the Bucks. And Haley Hall has the Eagles and the Panthers. So let's get out and get a check in right now on the Broncos and the Steelers with Chad Andrus. And Chad, this feels like an ugly football game. It feels like it's going to be a low-scoring affair. What do you make so far of the number? Because it swung through zero a couple times this week. Yeah, it's been batted back and forth like a tennis ball this week. <laughs> Basically, one on either side. Now, I think finally landing on the Broncos, minus one and a half. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I joked with Mark Schlereth this week, who's on the game for Fox, that they might want to show the second half of this game in black and white because it might be like a 1951 football game, right? Total rock fight. Um I think what the books are telling us and what they've done with this line swing all week is, you know, it's it's a super complex, complicated game in the NFL, and you never know what's going to happen. There's a lot of moving parts, but I think they've basically boiled it down to being this simple. If you thought Drew Locke was going to play, Pittsburgh would probably win a close game. If Teddy Bridgewater was going to play, the Broncos would probably win a close game. Well, Teddy Bridgewater's going to play, so the Broncos are now a point-and-a-half favorite. Yeah, it's very interesting. You don't like to bet against Teddy Two Gloves, so mm-hmm. he is going to get the start today. We'll see how that plays out for the Broncos and the Steelers. Mike Wobeshaw has got the Lions and the Vikings today. And, uh, Mike, when I look at this game here, I, I think where the Lions defensively have been a train wreck here, maybe a good week to get right for KC8 and company? Uh, yeah, it's 100% a get-right game. At the risk of it being a trap game where you overlook your opponent because you're looking forward to the next week or you assume it's a victory, You know, that's always a risk, but this has all the makings of a get-right game for the Vikings. Being at home for consecutive weeks, playing a banged-up Lions team that's hurting up front on the offensive line in particular. Cousins typically very good at home anyway. Um, So, yeah, I I think this is a really good spot for the Vikings. Uh, I expect a pretty good performance from them today. Dalvin Cook, by the way, not going. It is Alexander Madison who will be the starting running back. I believe the Vikings have a bye coming up. So probably as good of a spot to rest Dalvin Cook as any today. Let's get it out to Nate Jacobson. He's got the Packers and the Bengals. And right now the Packers already on the move. And Nate, Wes and I were discussing this here briefly. This feels like a pros versus Joes game where maybe the pros are on the Bengals and the Joes are on the Pack. Yeah, it absolutely is. And the uh, the pros were on the Bengals early, plus three and a half early in this week. And then another wave came in on pro money this morning. Closed Bengals plus two. So Packers a short favorite. That surprised me because I'm on the Packers minus two and a half. I didn't get the best number. I thought two and a half was the, the buy price I was waiting for. And then I used the Packers in some contests. I just don't really believe in this Bengals team. They're three and one. But I can't get that Jaguars game out of their head, my mm. head where they were almost down 21 nothing at halftime. They get that big goal line stop. But 10 days to prepare for this game, some extra time. The Packers' defense is injury, so I get the why the Bengals are the pro side, but the public is on the Packers. Just the money is and the line movement is on the Bengals all day and even up to this morning till kickoff. And to be fair, the public is going to be right about 50% of the time. So, you know, that's just information to put out there. You know, public sides do win in the NFL, and that kept me off of it from a contest standpoint because I think Cincinnati, I agree with Nate's assessment. I do think they're a little bit of a fraudulent 3-1. and Yeah, let's see how that plays out. The, The Packers are already moving the ball into Cincinnati territory here 
under 13 minutes to go in the first quarter for the first time today. Let's say hello to Ian McMillan. He's got the Saints and the Washington football team. And Ian, I look at this game here and I go, oh, everybody keeps waiting for Washington's defense to show up. Right now, I'm going to keep playing those overs until the defense shows up. What do you see so far? Yeah, that's exactly the same side Same side I'm on. I'm on the over. The public's backing the Saints in this one, but I, I'm officially out on the Washington defense. I was on them last week against uh, the Falcons. Washington did end up covering, but I kept. I keep waiting for their defense to show up. They're not showing up, so I'm out on them. Maybe they aren't as good of a defense uh, as we originally thought. And also, both these stocks, some of the best in the NFL in uh, red zone touchdown percentage. I believe the Saints are second in red zone offense right now, and Washington sixth. That's always good for an overbet as well. So over 44 is what I'm locked in on in this game. All right, I'm going to be watching that closely as well. Ian, get out to you once we get some scoring. But let's go out for the first time today to Haley Hull. She is the South Point Sportsbook Supervisor, and she is live at South Point watching the Eagles and the Panthers. And Haley, I got an overbet on the Panthers for the season. So to me, this feels like a game I got to win if I'm going to get that over. What do you think of this matchup today? You know what? I think you're right. I don't think a lot of people felt confident betting this game before the game started. So it's a perfect time to get your in-game wagers in. Saw some action early on the plus four and plus three and a half. But now that it's down to two and a half, three, you know, we got in some action back on the other side. So slow start offensively, but Carolina just got the ball. We'll see what happens. Okay. So far, no score there in Carolina. But I do believe we do have our first score of the day. And it comes in the Herb game. We're waiting for Urban Meyer to see how his team reacts. It was a bizarre week, to say the least. So for the first time, let's say hello to Will Hill, watching the Titans and the Jaguars. Follow him on Twitter, as I do, at not the Will Hill, And I guess not the good start for the Jaguars. Not a good start. Uh, strip and score here. Bayard for the Titans. Uh, strip Dan Arnold. It was a qu- uh, close call in terms of whether it was incomplete or a catch and a fumble they called it a catch and fumble on the field they could wasn't really enough to overturn it so it is quickly seven nothing titans um i'm on them minus four and a half we're up to minus nine and a half already Whew. probably a pass from this point just to let it play out but uh you know the text the titans are going to get the ball to start the second half so the, the jags get the ball first and, and okay. we got a seven already on the board for so good start here for the Titans. Absolutely, Willem. How about that line move that Will said? From four and a half up to nine and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one touchdown, I get it. And it's a defensive touchdown. But, yeah. Wes, that's a huge move. Early. No, it is. And and I'm on the other side. I'm on the Jaguars. I zigged when everybody else zagged because <laughs> I just thought the players were going to have some pride. I don't think that they're going to just quit on their coach. I think they're still going to have an effort. But right now, 7-0 hole. All right, let's see how that game shakes out. But for the first time today, we go out to Peter Dewey, the editor of BetSided.com. Got the Patriots and the Texans. And Peter, what are you seeing so far? Again, I know that Pat's backers feel like this is a game you just can't lose. Yeah, this is a game that the Patriots have to have. Um, you can't go one and four, and especially against this this weak Texans team. But obviously, very tough having four offensive linemen out of this game. Um, we saw last week the Pats really struggled to move the ball on the ground against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Houston isn't the same type of defense, but you're looking at another game where I don't know if this Patriots offense is going to be able to get going. It's going to be a big ask on Mac Jones. Um, but benefit for Patriots fans. Uh, Bill Belichick 22 and six straight up against rookie quarterbacks in his career. So should be a Pats win, but uh, this is going to be a fun one to monitor to see how uh, close it ends up getting. All right. Slow start so far there. Scoreless with about 11 minutes to go. looks like the Washington football team is lining up for points. Let's see if they can get on the board and the lions 
on the move in Minnesota as they've got now. Looks like they're going to get stalled and might have to kick a field goal as well. And we do have points on the board in D.C. as they take that 3 yeah. nothing lead. And we'll see how the Vikings, what they do on fourth. Early interception, lines. by the way, from Jameis Winston set that up. Okay, so a quick turnover there led to three points. We do see the Panthers are starting to move it early. Uh, they are into Philadelphia territory. It doesn't look like the Lions are going to have to uh, settle for three here. And again, you know, we talk about this all the time. Sometimes taking those early points is not necessarily the worst thing to do. And by the way, right. Pittsburgh got some big points early. They get a touchdown. They're up 7 nothing on the Broncos. Yeah, they certainly did. And and look, we were ta- I didn't get a chance to talk about that. By the way, that was Roethlisberger to Deontay Johnson for that 50-yard touchdown. That line flipped, but you looked in a lot of the contests out here, and you thought, okay, it's Pickham or Steelers minus one. Now it's Denver minus one and a half or two as of yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. when Teddy B got upgraded to probable. And it still wasn't really widely used. No. Usually when you get those line discrepancies, they use those lines, and they did not. So that told you that a lot of bettors were very unsure about this game. And amazingly here, if you're if you're a Bucks backer, the Dolphins, the fighting fish, trying to strike first. They're deep into Bucks territory here as that drive is now second and goal. And again, the Bengals did get that stop against the Packers on their first series, so they have the ball deep in their own end. And again, the Panthers trying to get the first points on the board against Philadelphia. They've got a third down in 10 uh, inside Philadelphia territory. So we're getting some points early here uh, in this early window. So let's see how that can play out. But again, a great start for the Fish against the defending yeah, Super Bowl champs. In the red zone right now, second and goal here. And this line did move up to 11 with Devontae Parker's injury. So now we know Fuller's out, Parker is out. But I still thought that was an overreaction. I am on the Dolphins plus 10 here, but they're going to have to have third and goal. And Houston right now trying to move it into New England territory. So some minor surprises here. We're only in 10 minutes into the first window of action here in week number five of the NFL. Don't go anywhere. It is the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. VEASAN is now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can always watch us 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit VEASAN.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to VEASAN. Back here inside the Green Zone, Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, we've got points galore coming all over the National Football League week number five, but not as many maybe as the fighting fish wanted in Florida. Yeah, points in the Sunshine State do go to Miami. That's three. Jason Sanders, 23-yard field goal, good. The big play down the uh, field was the Preston Williams from Colorado State having to step up and fill in for Will Fuller and also Devontae Barker. So Miami, uh, that was a 34-yard pass that got him down the field, but Miami does settle for three, three nothing, 11-17 to go. Keep in mind, the Bucs got some injuries in the secondary. Three of their opening week starters now out for this game, so maybe some pass plays down the field for Miami, but nevertheless, Bucs minus 8.5 on the end game, 48.5. Your total at BetMGM. Let's go out to our VEASAN Point Spread Weekly contributor, Will Hill, who is watching the Titans and the Jags and the fighting herbs off the deck. What's going on down there in Florida? Well, somebody over there made a mistake because it looks like you guys might have given me an exciting game here. The Jags <laughs> come back and it's 7-6. to six. They do miss the extra point, which, look, if you've been betting long enough, you know that these extra points, when you miss them, they come back. So... The opening line, I think, was four and a half. You know, you could get that where where it comes into play here with another field goal for the Titans. But uh, uh, right now, 7-6 Titans. Um, Robinson took an RPO, big play down to like the two or the three, and then then stuck it in to make it 7-6. So uh, back back to basically where we started here, 7-6 Titans leading the Jaguars. Yeah, Titans right now minus five and a half at BetMGM, 58 and a half on the total. And Will's point is correct. 
about James Robinson. It's like, you already had a good running back down there in Jacksonville. You didn't need to go ahead and draft Travis Etienne. No, not so far so good. So 7-6, but of course, as Will said, they missed the extra point, which... You can never have it all when you're a Jaguars better fan. Not yet. Got to take baby steps. Uh, Let's go back out to Ian McMillan, of course, from BetSided.com. Saints and Washington football team, we mentioned before the game started... Why do you play unders with the Washington football team if they can't stop anybody? Are they stopping the Saints, Ian? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, guys. This is We're finally seeing a vintage Jameis Winston game because the first, uh, the opening drive for the Saints, he threw an interception to a Washington linebacker. There was no one within 10 yards of the guy. I don't know if he got uh, LASIK surgery reversed there for that uh, play, and he was blind again. Uh, that, that drive ended up uh, resulting in a Washington field goal, but then the very next drive, Jameis Winston... Uh, his receiver on like a 77-yard bomb uh, to open up the scoring for the Saints. So we're finally seeing vintage Jameis Winston for the first time this season. He has a touchdown. He has an interception. Ten points on the board already, so the over is looking good early. Okay, very interesting again. And again, I'm just waiting for Washington to play some defense, and they're mm-hmm. not doing it right now. Deontay Harris from Assumption College Assumption. with the 72-yard uh, touchdown pass. So never, you know what they say about assumptions. <laughs> yeah, don't, by, don't make those. By the way, 7-3 Saints is a score about four minutes in. Saints minus three and a half, fifty and a half on the total. The Lions got a field goal in Minnesota, three nothing. Uh, the Vikings now deep into Detroit territory and a turnover in uh, Cincinnati, where twelve made a mistake. So let's talk more about that with Nate Jacobson, Packers and Bengals. Of course, Nate does great work at Stadium as a betting uh, sports betting analyst there. And Nate, you know, it's weird because Rodgers looked pretty good the last couple of weeks in the three game winning streak. Did not look week good week one. How does he look so far to you? Yeah, he just throwed an interception to the Bengals on the second play of the second drive for Green Bay. So now the Bengals are actually in business in Green Bay territory because there was a decent return as they're going to have a second down and 10 coming up. But yeah, Rodgers, a little shaky. He had a third down uh, failed incompletion on the previous drive around midfield where it looked like a defensive lineman tripped and he or tripped him, and then he ran out of the pocket and missed Aaron Jones on kind of a broken play wheel route. But here he was looking for Devontae Adams, and just the defensive back made a really nice play covering Adams and, and won the battle and had a nice return. So Bengals are in business, although they just did lose some yards on a Joe Burrow sack. So right now the live line of Packers minus one and a half as the Bengals have a third and 18 coming up. Okay, very interesting defensive start to that one there. So it looks like they went underneath. Let's see what they decided to do. They're going to have a fourth down at about the Packer 40 here. So we get into that field goal discussion of, or excuse me, the, uh, uh, basically do you want to shift the field and punt it? Mm. Or do you want to go for it? So the analytics people might say, you got to go for these. And sometimes the old school people say, play in a defensive struggle here, 0-0. Let's see what happens there. Let's go back out to Chad Andrus, of course, play-by-play broadcaster and covers everything in the Denver area. And Chad's so far, Broncos and Steelers, not going according to the script that we would think for Teddy Two Gloves because the Steelers look like, dare I say, the old Steelers so far. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger had mentioned this week what he needs to figure out, how to make it work. And if you've watched the Steelers at all, you've seen that some of the missed opportunities are the deep balls. He just hasn't made good throws when guys have given him a chance to to be open and make a play. Well, he hit on the deep throw early to Deontay Johnson, a 50-yard touchdown uh, right off the bat in the first three minutes of the game to give the Steelers a 7-0 lead. And then Teddy Bridgewater, remember, did not practice all week, went through the walkthrough on Friday and then uh, made the trip to Pittsburgh 
The first play from scrimmage was a delay a game for the Broncos. Not a great sign. So they were looking at a first and 15, went three and out. Pittsburgh now has the ball back, and Ben has already converted on another first down throw. So the Pittsburgh offense showing some signs of life here early, and Denver is certainly not awake yet with the earlier start. Steelers minus four and a half, 42 and a half. And, wow. and to Chad's point, look, Ben had that big pass to Johnson. And it's kind of like, you know, what we saw with Ben last week in the Packer game is like all these short passes. It's like he's good for maybe a couple a game where he can throw like that 98 mile an hour fastball. But obviously he cannot move anymore. He can still throw one way down the field, mm-hmm. though, and it connects with Johnson. So this is kind of like the Waterloo game for Pittsburgh right now. They are 1-3. Oh, uh, yes. They are two games back at the entire division in the AFC North. This is a must-win game in Steel City. I liked the Steelers today. I, I played the Steelers today, and the only reason why I did it was because Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in his career. And to me, Ben Roethlisberger, you hear all that, you lose three in a row. They did beat Buffalo week one. I thought at some point the real Steelers have to show up. Maybe they're going to show up today. And we got more points in South Florida. So very quickly, Wes, what did you see there with the Buccaneers? Yeah, I have third and six, Miami had to Tampa Bay. But Brady finds Gio Bernard, 10-yard touchdown reception. Now 6-3, to three, extra point pending, TB 12, 4 or 5 for 58 yards and a touchdown on that drive. We will get the, uh, the uh, in-game line here on the other side. But Tampa Bay strikes first in terms of the end zone. Let's go back out to Mike Wobeshaw, of course, Vikings territory and purple PTSD. And Wobby, I keep waiting for the points, and I feel like Ted Knight and Caddyshack. Well, we're waiting. Uh-huh. Are we getting any? Well, we're still waiting for the big points. Two scores, no touchdowns, two field goals, a 39-yarder for Detroit, a 38-yarder for the Vikings. I think if you're a Lions backer, it's an optimistic start. You, you're getting 10 points, assuming you got the closing line. This opened at 7.5. It, it closed at 10. And it's 3-3. Three to three. Both teams have had a possession. And the Lions really didn't have trouble going down the field to get that field goal. They just stalled out at the Vikings' 21-yard line. Uh, the Cousins to Justin Jefferson connection looks good. Mm. Two connections on that opening drive for 51 yards, both uh, big third-down catches for Jefferson. So Lions got to figure out how to cover him up if they want to win this game. Okay, so so far the Lions uh, hanging in there. They're big dogs. Obviously, you can get about 10, I believe, pre-flop at most spots here. So they're hanging in 3-3 uh, early on. We did see a turnover in Carolina, Sam Darnold. Ah, like through the first three weeks, he had done a very good job. Then he had two in Dallas last week. Now they're rearing their ugly head again. Uh, the uh, the New York Sam is back instead of the Charlotte Sam, and the Charlotte Sam had been much better in the first three weeks. Seeing some eagles and ghosts out yes, there, yes. Sam Darnold. So eagles, uh, ghosts, lions, bears, tigers. Oh my! We got to throw it to the right team there, Sam. So if you're a Panther backer like I am. These are the type of games you, you would think that they'd, they'd be able to win at home. But again, we did see that line move down to two and a half, so money was coming in on the Eagles this week. Uh, we mentioned also, so they've got a second and goal. Now, the surprise early on here, and we'll get some updates uh, when we figure out the tone and tenor of this game. Houston right now up 6 nothing on New England. So again, those are weird games. When you play those Sunday night games, mm-hmm. it's all the emotion, and mm-hmm. Mac Jones looks so good, but they don't come up a little bit short. And you get Nick Folk can't quite... Well, then you got to play the next game the week later, and it feels like a setup game. Let's go out very quickly to Peter Dewey, editor at bedsided.com. And, Peter, what are you seeing so far with the Patriots and the Texans? Yeah, guys, the Texans really uh, punched the Patriots in the mouth on that first drive. 18 plays, over 10 minutes of time of possession. Um, they ended with a touchdown to Austin on Claire. They missed the extra point, though, and then they kicked the ensuing kickoff out of bounds to set the Pats up at their own 40-yard line. Um, so the Patriots are driving. Mac Jones just hit a big third down to Kendrick Bourne into 
Houston territory. They're at the 25 right now. So Patriots coming right back, but it was a very impressive opening drive by the Texans. They moved the ball pretty well on the ground. Okay, 6 nothing. Maybe that would be the eye-opener for the Patriots here, see if they can get things moving. And we see a fourth-down scenario coming up for the Eagles. They've been in this spot a lot with Nick mm-hmm. Sirianni, first-year head coach. Guess what? They're going to go for it again, down 3 nothing, and they got fourth and goal in the first quarter. It's, but we'll see how it plays out here. But to me, we've seen this play out a lot, and you seem to be chasing points if you don't get it early in these games. We'll see how it plays out for the Panthers. we got a live updates and odds when you come back with us. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. of the NFL here on the Green Zone. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, we just saw a statuesque Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. stand too long in the pocket, take a shot from behind, gets hit, fumble. Broncos got the ball. They're back in business. But right now, let's go out to South Point where Haley Hull is standing by. She is watching the Eagles and the Panthers. And I believe, Haley, are you on the Eagles fly, Eagles fly today? I am on the Eagles. I took Eagles plus three and a half earlier this week. We just saw a bold fourth and goal attempt. Unfortunate for the Eagles, an obvious pass interference call. So they settled for the field goal. Currently, the game's tied at 3-3 with about six and a half minutes left of the first quarter. I think the Eagles are going to need to capitalize on these opportunities if they're going to stay in contend. Very quickly, Haley, you said obvious offensive pass interference call. I couldn't see it. So you think it was the right call made by the officials? I do. Okay. Yeah, they got Greg Ward on that pick play. So it was a good, okay, good. Because I'm hard on the officials. Mm-hmm. So Haley says they got it right. They got it right. Then we can move on with and our And by Sunday. the way, the in-game price right now, minus 2.5 at BetMGM, minus $1.30 on the Panthers, 45.5 on the total, about where it was okay. pre-flop, minus 155 on Carolina, plus 125 on Fly Eagles Fly. I do believe we have points, uh, and we're going to get to out, out to Peter Dewey in a minute, but right now let's go back out to Chad Andrews. He's watching the Broncos and the Steelers. And, Chad, Wes and I were watching in the break, and we were like, oh, here come the Steelers. They're looking good. And then, well, Ben was Ben. Do we have Chad? Do we have Chad? Okay. Okay. We'll okay. Get, we'll get back with and Chad. Let me in a get a, let me get a quick update here. We do have touchdown in Tampa Bay. Jacoby Brissett, twenty-four yards out to Miles Gaskin. Whoa. Extra point pending. Uh, Miami with a nice response there to try to go up ten to seven, but secondary is breaking down a little bit. We know Tampa Bay's got three starters out in that secondary. Jacoby Brissett finds Miles Gaskin on that wheel route. JPP against Miles Gaskin. That's I'm going to take uh, Miles Gaskin every single time. I do believe we have Chad Andrews back right now watching the Broncos and the Steelers. And Chad, we were saying that it looked like Ben looked good early, but then Ben giveth and taketh away. Yeah, hanging on to the ball too long. Malik Reed, the strip from behind. It was recovered by Alexander Johnson at the Pittsburgh 29. But Steeler defense standing up, right? They uh, they allowed, forced the three and out. In fact, two negative plays for Javante Williams before a short check down completion by Teddy Bridgewater. Broncos settle for the Brandon McManus field goal. It's seven to three, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's going to be one of those games uh, that Mike's that uh, right now that Chad has where you feel like it's going to be points at a premium. Mm-hmm. So. I'm sure Chad and company, they wanted seven out there in Denver, but you, you get the turnover, at least you get points. And again, this thing, 
is a turnover waiting to happen right now. It feels like with Ben Roethlisberger, and he got banged up in the play. Let's see how effective he might be going forward and whether or not he can even continue in this. Total game. right now a little bit above where it closed. 41.5 on the end game. It is three Steelers. Steelers minus 2.5 on the end game price. Okay, so let's see if that game starts to get back to game script, what we thought, which would be ball control. Not a lot of points scored. 10 on the board so far in that first quarter. Uh, Lions and Vikings still right now tied up at three as they get ready to end the first quarter. So, again, if you're an overbacker like I was on that one, we're not getting there with field goals, boys and girls. I do like the early points, but we've got to figure out a way to get some scores there. We do have a score in H-Town. Back to Peter Dewey we go. And, Peter, what would you make here? Because you said that they gave the Patriots a short field after the Houston touchdown. Did it bite them? Yeah, it did, guys. And I, I had the under in this game. So back-to-back possessions with touchdowns, <laughs> not a great start. Um but Josh McDaniels got creative on the goal line on third and goal. He sends Mac Jones out wide, a little direct snap to Damian Harris for a touchdown run. Patriots moved the ball at will. They walked right back down the field. So uh, neither defense looking impressive so far, which is interesting given the Patriots offensive struggles and the Texans offensive struggles so far this year. Okay, so you're on the under, but right now a couple scores back-to-back, so we'll see how that goes. But every point counts when you got an under, and we've got two missed extra points, one go. from Fairbairn, one from uh, Nick Folk. So now 6-6 six to six, just into the second quarter. It was a real quick-moving quarter, as Peter said. It was like a 10-minute drive for Houston. So Patriots minus 6.5 on the in-play at BetMGM, 42.5 your total. No touchdowns in a couple games so far, uh, still no score in Cincinnati, only field goals in Carolina, and only field goals in Minnesota. They've come to the end of the first quarter in many, so we'll see if that game picks up a little bit. The Panthers, though, trying to change that. They've got a second and goal here. So again, minus that turnover by Sam Darnold, they've kind of controlled that first quarter action in Carolina. Again, no CMC. Christian McCaffrey still out for Carolina. He was hopeful to try to play uh, today. He could not do so. They've got a third and goal right now. And it looks like the Bengals have first and goal against Green Bay. And it looks like we might have gotten our first touchdown there. So I know you like the Bengals a little bit today. And so far, so good. This line just seems so fishy now. I didn't use it in a contest, but it is Samaj P. Ryan going to get into the end zone for the Bengals. So black and orange strike first blood. All right, let's see if we can get out to Nate Jacobson here in a little bit with the particulars on of that. And we do have Nate right now. So, Nate... We were waiting for points there to come. We finally got them. How did they get them? Did they, are they stopping Green Bay offensively right now with that Bengal D? Yeah, the Bengals' defense playing very well today and an impressive drive by the Bengals' offense and Joe Burrow mixing it in with Joe Mixon, who is active today. I know he was earlier reported week to week, but he has given it a go. But it was Samaje Pirine their backup running back who caught a pass, a short pass, four yards from Burrow. And the broadcast mentioned that the Packers red zone defense has allowed 15 straight touchdowns when an opponent gets into the red zone, dating back to last year, 11 going in this season. And now it's 12, the Bengals up seven, nothing. And on the live line, a two and a half point favorite. So I think the, some of the reason why there was money on the Bengals, at least from more sharper players is the worry about the Packers defense with new defensive coordinator Joe Barry and the Packers defense kind of got exposed that drive and the Bengals had a very uh, risky play Dave on fourth and three from about the Packers 40 they went for it they got it and they ended up with a touchdown so the fourth down decision making by Zach Taylor worked out in that uh, the result was good I don't know what you think about the decision but I guess uh, 
you're not going to be doubting that right now. No, it's, I saw the wry smile that Nate gave me there, right? Because again, I'm with, mm-hmm. I'm with it. It's at the forty. Where no man, go for it. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you got fourth down. It's fourth and goal from the five, and it's scoreless game. Kick the damn field goal. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But like, I like the aggressive. When play you're from in that no man's abs- land and you're on the absolutely. other side of the fifty, I think you have to pretty much go for it every time. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go back out to Ian uh, McMillan. He's watching the Saints and the Washington Football Team, and Ian, boy, I, I guess. When you got Jameis Winston, you might get some turnovers. Did we get another one? Yeah, I told you guys this is looking like a vintage uh, Jameis Winston game here because <laughs> three drives for the Saints, they resulted in an interception, a touchdown, and now a fumble. So Chase Young gets, uh, got the sack fumble. Uh, Washington looks like they're stalling at around midfield, the third down plays coming up. But 7-6 uh, so far. But yeah, we're, it looks like we're getting a, a, a vintage James Winston game here. It's good for over players because I, I'm counting on those type of uh, you know cheap points, if you will, when you get them off the turnovers. Let's see if the Washington football team can capitalize. I like Heineke. He's going to take chances. We know that's so probably going to lead to some some errors as well. If they're in the red zone, they can yeah. help you out a little bit. 47 and a half, by the way, the in-play total. I'll wait for the side. It is nearing the end of the first quarter. New Orleans 7, WFT 6. We're getting a lot of points down there in Miami. You've been watching that one for us, uh, Wes, here. So the Buccaneers trailing right now, uh, but trying to get back in the mix there. And again, still waiting for uh, Minnesota. They've got a first down now at about the 35 uh, in Detroit territory, so we'll get an update there. But right now, I think we have more points in H-Town. Peter Dewey, uh-oh, you had the under. We're going to you a lot. That means we're getting points. What's going on? Yeah, guys, this is not looking great <laughs> for my under bet. Davis Mills on a, a third down, oh, found Chris Moore up the sideline, beat J.C. Jackson and Devin McCourty for a 74-yard touchdown. So, Big play for the Texans. Uh, they go down the field in a minute 21. So after the 10-minute drive the first time, only a minute, complete opposite the second drives. But nobody can make a, uh, a kick today. It's 12-6, another missed extra point. So that's the uh, the one thing I'm clinging to on this under. They're, well, they're, they're helping you out there, Peter. They're trying everything they well, can well, for you. Well, come on, Peter. How dare you not realize that Davis Mills <laughs> was going to be the rookie quarterback to solve Bill Belichick when the greatest of all time didn't have a touchdown pass against no. him, and Davis Mills already has two. Absolutely. That's the NFL, man. There you go. And you, you, you think you got this stuff figured out, and then we see all these points coming from the game. You don't expect the points, so we'll see how that plays out, but at least they're trying to keep it low scoring for Peter and his under. Uh, right now, Tennessee knocking on the door. They've just reached the end of the first quarter they're up seven six boy missed extra points are like an epidemic right now around the national football Mm -hmm. league we saw one there as well but they're going to go to the second quarter with tennessee having a second goal at the one and again still waiting for our first touchdown in minnesota but the vikings are moving it right now a three three though very low scoring for an over player like i was on that game not liking that and again the panthers will get an update uh, on the other side of a short break with, with Haley, they did get their first touchdown of the day. They're up 10-3 on the Eagles. Jacoby Brissett, by the way, uh, trying to jog out his hamstring. He is listed as questionable. Oh, boy. Per the uh, report from the CBS reporter, that being Tracy Wolfson, Jim Nance, and Tony Romo on this game. So saw Jacoby Brissett getting loose on the sideline. So maybe oh, on the other side of this break, we will have an update. Tampa Bay, by the way, does have a third and four at about the 40-yard line. They're going to convert for the first down now in the red zone. Okay. Okay, it looked like Minnesota might have first and goal, but it could have been a fumble. They might have to review that as well. We'll keep our eyes and ears on everything. That's why we've got correspondents for every single game. It's the Green Zone, week number five here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game. And if any team scores a touchdown on Sunday, you're going to win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted eye specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app. 
or go to betmgm.com. Use a bonus code LEASON200 to win 200 bucks in free bets. If any team simply scores a touchdown on Sunday, new customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It is the Green Zone. I am Dave Ross. He is Wes Reynolds. Keeping an eye on everything going on in week number five. Wes, what have you seen, sir? Yeah, big sack on third down for Miami. So Ryan Suckup going to try to tie this game. And this is just early second quarter. He does now all tied at 10-14-06. Now we wait to see who is going to come out and play quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett still had the helmet on, but was uh, nursing that hamstring officially listed as questionable. Remember, Tua is on injured reserve. Mm. So it would be undrafted free agent Reed Sinet. Who actually started his career, Reed Sennett, who actually is from University of San Diego, was an undrafted free agent. And Tampa Bay actually was the first team he ever suited oh. up for. He's on the P squad. And then he got let go. So is caught on in Miami as the number three quarterback. So we will see if uh, Reed Sennett, Jacoby Brissett, is throwing on the sideline. But Reed Sennett would be the backup if Jacoby Brissett cannot go. Not a great name, Ryan Suckup. UVA product. He Sorry, sucked Ryan. it up and uh, got three, though, for Tampa Bay. Now 10-10, to 10, Tampa Bay minus 8.5, 57.5 on the total. Let's go back out to Will Hill watching the Titans and the Jaguars and the fight in Urban Myers. Uh, you know, Wes and I were kind of thinking kind of differently here. I thought maybe the Jags could roll over a little bit with all the adversity. But to Wes's point, these guys are pros. they got to stand up and be accounted for, Will. What are you seeing so far, the tone and tenor of the Jaguars' effort? Well, first of all, to go back, you were mentioning bad names for kickers. Chris Blewett for Pittsburgh about five, six years ago. The worst name ever for a kicker. You guys remember him. That's the uh, worst. You know, I kind of, I, I kind of, I, I see both sides of it. I just tried to look at the game for the game's sake. I just look at the Titans as just a better team. I think they let that game against the Jets get away last week, up 9 nothing. Um, you know, they have a lot of offense. As long as one of the receivers played, I, I, I liked him this week. That's why I laid the four and a half. And that missed extra point is now coming up uh, big because it is. Unbelievable. Okay. okay. Here, here's what's unbelievable. Yeah, we do have another missed extra point, by the way. I can't believe this. I, every time I look up and we see a score, we see a missed extra point. I, I, okay, like, remember it used to be an automatic thing when you're kicking it from what was mm-hmm. basically a 19-yard field goal. So they back it up to be, make it essentially a 37-yard extra point. Are kickers this bad? Well, and it was Mason Crosby, who's usually one of the more automatic kickers in all of the NFL. So now 7-6, to six, by the way, uh, and it was a... Uh, and yeah, seven to six now. Cincinnati, Green Bay minus one and a half, forty nine and a half on the in play. Absolutely wild. And again, uh, we, we'll get back with Will later on. But the Jags are on the move here, so down fourteen to six. Uh, we'll see if they can make it inroads and cut into that lead. Let's go out to Mike Wobbishaw right now. Of course, watching the Lions and the Vikings. And Mike, every time we go to you, we're getting threes and not sixes, and that's killing my over vibe. Yeah, over not a great spot to be on here. Although, if you still believe in it, maybe you could jump on it right now because it's come all the way down to 43.5. And And if you saw that pre-flop, you would have doubled your bet. So, Mm -hmm. And I I see the makings of some points being scored here. It's just not happening for the Lions on third down. Um, But, yeah, 6-3, three field goals. Lions have the ball right now. They're driving. Their last drive looked pretty good, guys. But Everson Griffin had back-to-back sacks, and on the second one, it was a strip sack, and that's what set the Vikings up for their field goal. Okay, let's see. You know, every time you watch a Lions game, and Mike's watching it now, they, mm-hmm. they just don't run the ball very effectively. I don't know. I, again, I thought this would be a strong overplay because, the you know, the Lions are going to have to throw it. They're trying to run the football. 
Eight and a half to go, waiting on our first touchdown in that game. Brissett, by the way, back in the game for the Miami Dolphins okay. quarterback, but it is a three and out, so Tampa Bay will get the ball back. Still tied at 10. Bucks minus nine and a half, 55 and a half on the total at BetMGM. Okay, Steelers sitting on the Broncos a little bit. Broncos struggling to move it offensively, 10 to three right now in the second quarter. And the Panthers controlling the action against the Eagles, 10 to three there. But let's go back out to Nate Jacobson watching the Packers and the Bengals and, uh, Nate, the epidemic of missed extra points continues with a guy, as Wes says, that we always rely on for Green Bay. Yeah, it's unreal. Another missed extra point today in the NFL, and we're 50 minutes into the uh, afternoon slate. But now the Packers, they are on the board, losing 7-6. They are currently a a 1.5-point favorite in-game, total 40 Nine and a half, and it was a, a third and 12 for the Packers that really sprung the drive, a long pass to Devontae Adams that Rodgers found a wide open Adams across the middle. They were able to drive down, and then on a second and goal, A.J. Dillon, the backup running back for the Packers, caught a screen pass, took it to the end zone, reached out at the pylon, got in. So the Packers have cut the lead, but as you said, missed extra point. But maybe now we're getting the point that we kind of expected before the game as there was some money on the over throughout the week. That was kind of the uh, preferred side of the pairs. So 7-6 Bengals. Bengals now have the ball uh, as the Packers are on the board. Okay, let's see how that game opens up a little bit. And uh, just saw a play. We'll get back out to Will momentarily. Will Hill watching the Titans and the Jaguars because we had another fourth and goal scenario. And they went for it. Mm -hmm. And they rolled the dice. And Trevor the Rook came up big. For the particulars, we go back out to Will Hill. Will... That Urban Meyer, he's a gambler. Sometimes he takes a lot of chances on and off the field. <laughs> yeah. But he rolled the dice here and he came up big time. Well, in all seriousness, the, the thing about Urban Meyer's teams is they grind. Okay. Yes. <laughs> right, that was a very, bad joke. very bad. Joke. Oh, so I apologize. Uh, <laughs> Rim shot there for you. We actually have a made extra point. It took a second. Uh, 14 to 13 here. I like the over here. Both teams look comfortable on offense. We know the, the deal with Tennessee. I mean, they don't get a lot of pressure with their front four. Uh, the secondary is not great. That's a recipe for a lot of points. And we know on offense they can move the ball. So uh, probably looking at a live over here that is up there now. We've already got 27 points, so I'm sure we're in the high 50s, just top of my head uh, with the algorithm here for the live over. 62, that's high, but I would probably play over or pass here. I just think both offenses look comfortable. Uh, probably going to see a lot more points here. So, fun game so far. Titans 14, Jags 13. Uh, man, there's a million missed extra points. If I'm Justin <laughs> Tucker's agent, I'm looking for a raid. I mean, that guy is just on another level from the rest of these guys. It is amazing. Points. It really is, Will. I mean, we're just it, we're seeing it, and we're leaving points. I know it's a singular point, but you're seeing it across the league today, and it's going to play mm -hmm. a, fa a factor in somebody's money line play today at some point, first to, half or for the game. To Will's point, by the way, Jacksonville has 174 yards, 8.3 yards of play. Trevor Lawrence, very sharp early, 89 for 81 yards. That touchdown now to Jacob Hollister. Tennessee averaging 6.2 a play, respectively. Uh, not really running the ball, even though Henry did get the touchdown, but... Right now, Tennessee minus four and a half at BetMGM, 62 and a half on your total. You know, when you see 62 and a half, and this is why I, I love going to our correspondents because they can really give you the feel of the game. So he's saying these teams are going up and down the field. So even though it's 62 and a half, if you're a live in game player, are, are you going to look? 
Will's point is they just don't look like they're going to be stopped now. Yeah. Does it regress to the mean a little bit? Or do you say, I well, this it, is. I think it could, but I don't want necessarily the under in this game. This could seem very wild. And that's why I wasn't high on Tennessee. Not only in the situation in terms of, you know, these guys are going to show a little bit of pride at 0-4, even sure. if they're not on the right side of their coach or their coach isn't really on the right side of them right now. But Tennessee's defense is not very good. And, and when you're having a weak defense laying a road favorite, that's oftentimes a tricky spot. All right. Well, every time we've gone to Peter Dewey, we've had a touchdown in the Patriots and the Texans game, which is not good for Peter and his under. Peter, can we go to you now safely and maybe no points since the last update? Guys, the tide might be turning oh. in my favor here. Uh, <laughs> Damian Harris had a walk in what looked to be a walk-in touchdown. The Texans were able to punch the ball out on the goal line and recover it in the end zone, so no score for the Patriots. Their uh, running back fumbling issues continue, and Davis Mills just scrambled almost to midfield. So the Texans are starting to move the ball again here in the second quarter. It's about five minutes to go. But, yeah, the Patriots uh, had a chance to tie this up or take the lead if they could make an extra point, and they, they squandered in the end zone. Who needs Deshaun Watson, I guess, when you have Davis Mills, 8-10, 127, and two touchdowns. So, by the way, that total has bad gone back down to 43.5. New England minus 2.5, minus $1.20 on the end play at BetMGM. We're firing that pirate like, ship. Yeah, it looks like we have a touchdown down in Tampa Bay. It was a third and two, a little slant across the middle. Found Antonio out. Brown. TB12 found Antonio Brown for 62 yards. 16-10, to 10, extra point going to be pending. And we got to say yeah, that today, especially. That's why I always say that, because, you know, they have been rare today so far, but Tampa Bay does take the lead 16 to 10, 11 minutes ago in the second quarter. All right, getting a lot of points everywhere except the game I need in Minnesota right now. That game bleeding out, five and a half to go in the second quarter. Minnesota deep in their own territory, down 10, uh, six to, or Minnesota leading six to three. And the Steelers again, we got a punt fest going on between Denver and Pittsburgh, which is kind of what we expected. 10 to three right now, Steelers. We got updates and adjusted live odds when you come back with us. It's the Green Zone, week number five of NFL action right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.